All right. I think we monkeyed around with this. All right. All right. Let's give it a shot. Can I have, I think I'm host, but can I have crack count us in? (laughs) What? You sure you don't want me to? Do I suck at counting? (laughs) No, apparently, at least you count the right way. And three, two, one. Backwards. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Bourbon Boys. We're just four dads who like to sip bourbon, pontificate on life. All right, hello, everyone. Let's try that again. Pontificate. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on, I've got to go pontificate. I've got to go pontificate. Not at my table. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Oh, I better count us back in. Kurt, you want to count us in? Uh, I'd love to. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Bourbon Boys. We're just four dads who like to sip bourbon, pontificate on life, and share a few laughs. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy it. And if you do enjoy, please give us a good rating on our podcast so that we stay in the good graces of the podcast gods. Well, gentlemen, welcome back. Thanksgiving was last Thursday. Yeah. Everybody looks a little healthier and a little larger. Everybody for had sure. a good holiday, I hope. See, I'm fat. That's what I heard. <laughs> I, I think you're just jolly. I think I'm saying we're all just fat. jolly. How about that? So, real quick before we jump into tonight's episode, uh, one favorite memory from Thanksgiving, Kurtron. Wow. Um, we went to our friends down in Charlotte who just bought a new town home there, and um, it was great just celebrating in somebody else's house. Amen. Amen. Having just gotten back the day before, so. Um, I would have to say my favorite. Hmm. Yeah, I think just seeing our friends. All right, good That's enough. Good. Mm-hmm. Do uh, we were lucky enough to have all four kids uh, and a fiance and a dog spend uh, quality time together at the beach. So awesome! Yep. B- big Burmese mountain dog, right? Big Burmese mountain dog. Big yep. hairy dog in He's the a, water and sand. That had he to be was awesome. Fantastic! He was so well behaved. Awesome. Yep. Big Orson. boy, Orson, pushing one twenty. He is—he's a uh, handsome fellow yep. for sure. Yep, got, got a lot of good looks. Yeah. a boy, Crat. Um, I think probably my favorite memory from the day was my dad had all of the grandkids um, making pies, and so ever since they were little, he would he would kind of team them up, and they would have baking competitions, and so this was like. Grandkids doing bake offs of apple pie. It was pretty cool. That is awesome. Oh, that's awesome. How, no, many apple, how many apple pies did you have at that point? There were three. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're all the same all pie? Right. No, no, no. All three different pies, but oh, they're all okay. apple pie. And so he then judged on, you know, the characteristics of, you know, the aesthetic of the pie, the taste of the pie, all this stuff. Yeah, it was good. But there was no burden that's cream. A great idea. No, that's, okay. that's all right. You had, you had a lot of um, miners there, right? Yeah, it didn't stop some no? of them. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, but it was good. It was a good day, for like sure. It. Excellent. Elton? Uh, lots of good memories, a lot of good time. Very low-key holiday for us, just a lot of family time. But uh, I would say uh, got a call last Sunday before Thanksgiving from my daughter, who's in college, South Carolina. And usually when Cammie calls in the middle of the day, there's a story that follows it sometimes puts a lump in your throat. Uh, but in this case, she uh, she would just call and say, hey, is it okay if I just skip class on Tuesday and come on home and start the holiday today? So got a couple wow. of extra days with uh, with Boo. Very nice. cool. Um, yeah. So, so she, she asked if it was okay? 
You know, I think it's one of those, let me float this out there and make sure that I don't. Wow, that's pretty so, good. Yeah. I don't think mine asked. They just show up. They just show up. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to I got to layer on. So my niece, Casey, came down from Pittsburgh and spent the week with us, which was really nice. And some of you got to meet her. So um, that was actually pretty special because our daughter is was in Europe at the time. So she wasn't home. Oh, that's right. But uh, we don't get that one-on-one time with them very often. So that was cool. Yep, you got to meet her at the bonfire. Yeah. It was a yeah. very nice, mm-hmm. very nice lady. Yeah. Young lady. All right, guys. Well, um, so tonight we're going to look ahead to Christmas and holiday gifts for the friends who enjoy bourbon, a starter bourbon for someone who may be interested in trying, and considering bourbon as a gift for a coworker. So um, while we're talking gift ideas, uh, we've added some pretty new shirts to bourbonon.com. Uh, we all think they're pretty clever, but uh, you be the judge of that. So go out and take a look. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's our that's our plug for the night. But uh, we got some good bourbon in front of us. I'm very excited to try uh, the George T. Stag, yep. uh, which was won via lottery. So very excited to hear that story and to uh, give that a taste. Basil Hayden um, and Maker's Mark whiskey. So. Ready to get started, Jen? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Tell you what, why don't we, uh, let's just jump off from the top rope and try the stag first. <laughs> <laughs> Going right at uh, it. Go, let's go right at it. And Crad, uh, I think you got a, you were the one who was able to get your hands on this bottle. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, um, you know, we live in Mooresville, North Carolina, in Iredell County. And they um, have a little bit of a different lottery system than some of the other parts of North Carolina. But, um, your local ABC store will take your email address, and when they get special releases like this particular bottle, um, if your name is drawn, they will call you, and you come in, and they go in the back of the store, and they come out with a bottle and hand it to you. And my wife got all excited when I won the lottery because she thought I was getting a free bottle of bourbon, and I had explained to her, no, I was fortunately fortunate enough to receive the right to purchase <laughs> a bottle of bourbon and she's still very oh, really? that's how it works oh yeah she's still very <laughs> i love it still very very confused by that so hey um, congratulations you won that's right and it's expensive a bottle of bourbon. And, it's, and it's expensive <laughs> but the idea the concept is really is pretty cool because you know you'd hate for somebody that doesn't really understand what they're getting um to buy something like this and put it into a bottle of coke and you know, have a yeah, because we really understand what we're talking about. Yeah, it's not that. You know what I mean. But um, but anyway, so I, I I kept getting this phone call. Um, it's popping up in Mooresville, and I was ignoring it and ignoring it. And finally, they left a message, and um, so I called the guy back. And he's like, "Hey, you want a bottle?" I was like, "What I win?" He's like, "I don't know. Just come by and get it. <laughs> Just get it off my yeah. shelf." So I, right. I went and bring your wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it was, it was pretty cool. So. It's one way to solve traffic. Yeah. Just call yeah. people. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. You won the chance to buy a refrigerator. Right. That's right. Come get it. Come get yeah. it. Come get and it. pay for it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there was literally and a we'll deliver the wrong one to your as, house. As they, handled, <laughs> as they handed the bottle to me, I literally um, almost just walked out the door because it was kind of like you were so excited about winning something. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I got to pay for it. <laughs> so. You're just not fast enough. <laughs> no, I just wasn't fast enough. <laughs> well, of course, so, they wrote yeah, yeah. That would have been a great story in the Mooresville Times. <laughs> Man wins bottle of bourbon but yeah. steals it in the process. <laughs> then, they'd be like, Norm stole a bottle. That's right. He's in here all the time. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll be back. Norm. I love it. Now, so. that's, that's not on our list. Like, I was just going through the the, the several hundred, I think, that our list is now. No, this one. So, this yeah. is done um, by Buffalo. And they started in 2005, and it is a fall release. Oh, okay. um, it's part of their antique, mm. um, antique line, I guess, if you will. 
Um, but it's um, bottled for about 15 years. It's 114 wow. proof. So it's got a... It's 16. Got a 116. 0.9. Yeah. Wow, Kurt. Um, okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate You're welcome. That. Um, yeah, but it's got a little, little bit of a bite. It does. Um, it does have a little bit of a bite. Yeah, I, I told Kurt to cowboy up. Yeah. He took, took a drink and I understand there. why. Yeah. So yes. but, uh, this it nearly knocked me back 9. in my chair. Yeah, this one... Um, you get about four or five sips down and it really starts to taste yeah, good. Mm. I would agree. Um, and Al and I were talking earlier, you can taste the barrel in it. Um, you know, and I think that's definitely from it sitting for as long as it has, but lots of, uh, it's, the, it's almost 59% alcohol content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. good. It's got a, um, Uncut, when you first unfiltered. poured it on the nose, it was very, very ethanol. -y. Yeah. It was yeah. very, but now that it's sitting here, I got some nice cherry, Flavor. That's just because you can't smell anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My nose hairs are all burned That's away. Funny. Yeah, exactly. It actually is uh, the first. The first sip was a kick, but oh, yeah. I agree yeah. with you. Your couple sips in, it starts to get really smooth. Yeah, um, lots of caramel. <clears throat> lots of yep. caramel. I get the caramel. I smelled kind of an amaretto when I just to the nose. It had a little bit of a. You get like a nutty kind of. I guess I don't. You know, it's possible. I think that that what's the what's do you know what the um, mash bill is? Or almost a cherry. I don't. Like, okay. I don't. I'm gonna guess higher yeah, on the cherry rye. On the nose. Yeah. Cherry, cherry on the nose. Cherry on the nose. Yeah. So maybe that's a little bit of the amaretto. Maybe I'm thinking about. Yeah. Some of the amaretto could be vanilla too. Could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, spicy, peppery, definitely, definitely there. Especially on the first. Yep. The yeah. first hit. Yeah. So. Um, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. The peppery's not. I can't remember. What do we have? Last time that was pretty strong. Was that the new? I riff? don't know. Don't you listen to our podcast, Elton? Touche. It was. It was the new riff. It yeah. was. See, yeah. and I was right. You were. Bite mm -hmm. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. It's that, so this it's is that sassy episode. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The one you've been waiting for. Exactly. But yeah. So this uh, one, I um, when I got it home, I had to put it in the case and and look at Sarah, and show her the bottle and say, Sarah, this one we don't open. Mm. Um, no, no, Sarah. There were a couple of times where she was really trying to go for it, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, so, good so anyways, want to save this one for us. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so we'll see. But I would definitely, if you guys are in Iredell County, um, give your email, or actually don't give your email address. No, give your email address to your ABC store. They'll put you in the system. Um, Mecklenburg County down in Charlotte has the same. Hmm. Um, theirs is a little bit different, where every month um, they'll send an email out Um basically asking for people to respond that they want to be in the lottery and they actually list the different bourbons that are in it. So oh. like the December bourbon, they had Pappy in it, they had some other things. Um, and then they will actually call you. Yep. That's so the, cool. uh, the lottery is Iredale wide, Iredale County wide. It's not I, just you know, your specific I don't think store. It's, I think it's your okay. specific store because there was, I mean, literally I handed them a piece of paper yeah. with my email address on it. It wasn't yeah. like it was going into some big database or anything. So when you're in there tomorrow, will you confirm that? <laughs> Make it sound like I have a problem. <laughs> or you work there. Uh, I'm not sure. Tomorrow, yeah. he's probably like, can we get by there yeah, before no, exactly. nine tonight? They're shutting down. They're shutting down. How much was it? That was uh, 106. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, that's, for that's that. The, that's, that's the most. Thanks that's for the, the yeah. lottery. Yeah. Wow. So I hope you I hope you win again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a pappy or something like go. that. And apparently there is a um it's it's a stag junior. It's not George T stag, but a stag junior. Mm. It's a shorter stout bottle. I'm assuming that it is somehow related to this particular particular release, but it is not aged as long as that one. Mm. Okay. You think so, it's a blend? I like this bottle. Yeah, actually. Leftovers and remnants. I think, and remnants. I think yeah. so. 
Yeah. This one's really good. I mean, in, good. In, in thinking about like the gift giving um, aspect of this, this podcast, that is, that's a very generous gift. Yep. Um, but for someone who knows it and appreciates it, yep. I think that, that that buys you a lot of, uh, can I borrow you a snow thrower? Yeah. Know, yeah. Or the other thing too, I thought about this is one where if, you know, you've got a business relationship and you know that you're working with somebody that's a big bourbon fan, yep. to be able to present something like that to them as a gift yep. could go a long way. Especially so, if you can expense it. Mm. So yes. any, 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 media, any media companies out there? Where's the heart in this conversation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't, give hey, you, don't give me trouble, Derek. There no, 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 no. Yeah, just, right. just suggesting. Yeah. Jeez, we all got a bottle. <laughs> no complaints. No complaints. That was all right. That That's was, cool. That was a good start. That was a good one. Maybe I should have saved that till last. No, we can always come back to That's it, too. Right. I think we will. Yeah. I think we will. All right, all right. Uh, gents, makers or basil? Um, well, if you want to keep, if you want to keep with the gift giving at work, let's do the, the basil. (laughs) So basil Hayden, uh, and I'm actually wondering if it's basil or basil because the namesake is originally from England Mm. and came over here, settled in the Virginias and then, uh, found their way as a family kind of got, got kicked out of the tribe, um, found their way to, uh, Kentucky where they started to distill with whatever resources they had available. Um, this went dark for a while, came back in the early 90s. Family revived it, same recipe. Uh, it's got a great uh, great taste to it. It is, they say, um, it's on the, the lower end of, of punch. Uh, it's an 80 proof, so you're not going to get the, the, the kick in the, the chest like you got from uh, Stag over here. But... Um, yeah, the mash bill on this thing is a little bit higher on the rye than it is um, than, than what we're used to. So we've got something here. This mash bill is 63% corn, 27 rye, 10% malted barley. So you're going to get a little bit more of that spice both on the nose and uh, in the taste. Um, interestingly, with a low uh, proof like 80, it's going to finish quick. Mm-hmm. It's not going to hang around. It's not going to sit on your tongue like uh, George uh, T. Stag here. Um, it's going to go away pretty pretty fast. But it's a it's a under fifty dollar bottle um, bourbon, mm-hmm. and as a small batch, uh, makes it somewhat unique in that uh, it's a small batch coming off of the Jim Beam family. So another Beam purchase uh, now Beam Suntory. Um, you know, and we know Beam as a, as producers of some uh, other bigger names like Knob Creek and Booker's and Bakers, but this one is uh, an homage to Meredith Basil or Basil Hayden Senior, um, and he tended to like the rye a little bit heavier than the uh, the corn. So mm-hmm. they this a, one they have a rye version too. They do. They yeah, have they a, they do, a few yeah. like a double rye. They've got mm-hmm. a dark rye. Yep. Um, so lots to explore in this in this particular space. But this coming in under fifty dollars is is actually a pretty good company and corporate gift because usually you start to hit the fifty to seventy five dollar threshold of I have to report it after you know over a certain amount. But this one I think sneaks in mm-hmm. sneaks in the building and sneaks out in your bag. Hmm. I don't think you have to share this with the team. So <laughs> this is one where <laughs> sorry team. <laughs> yeah, sorry team. Cheers uh, to you. <laughs> Um, if you've got someone on your team or a colleague or, you know, a, a partner that you've, uh, been in the trenches with throughout this past year, this is a, this is a pretty good one to, to, to work with. It's got a 
interesting, you know, um, copper band around uh, the the belt here. So it's got a little bit more presentation in a bottle. Good gifting bottle. Mm. I actually think I gave you a bottle of this for your 50th. You did. Um, so this might be one of my go-to gifting bottles um, as far as like the the presentation, the quality, and the uh, the the spend. Yeah. But uh, what are you guys? What are you tasting? And what do you get in the nose? I'm well, getting. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say a little toffee. Yeah. Toffee smell. I was going to say toffee caramel. It, 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 listen, this is this is <clears throat> it's one of my, I, I say it's not my favorites. It's just a really smooth bourbon. It's a go-to bourbon It's for sure. very much a go-to. I think especially for somebody who, if you don't know their tastes in bourbon, um, or if it's somebody new to bourbon, I think this is especially a good one. Um, but this one, I think, is an easy one to drink, even like summertime. Like, I think it's a really nice. Like, I look at the George T. Stag that we tried. Like, that to me feels more like a winter bourbon. Not that they're classified winter or right. summer, but like, no, I can't imagine a, sipping a, this in the middle of a ninety yeah, degree that, day. That's I'm I'm snowed in with no power. Right, exactly. Whereas I think the and Basil Hayden and yeah. still happy. Not going to freeze to death. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but I think the Basil Hayden is something more of an all around. Uh, but it's yeah. super smooth. I like yeah. it. I, I like the Basil Hayden. Um, actually, it's funny you gave it to Kurt for his 50th. I just gave it to a guy at work for his 50th. Um, or actually, I bought it and we drank it together, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's what's about. Actually, the whole office drank it with him. Uh, I never noticed before the, the bottle actually has no printing on it or etching. It's all yeah. based on ah. this paper label or whatever yeah, yeah, paper yeah. label and the copper band. I never the realized seal. that. Yep. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah. it's, its pants will never fall down. And its pants will never <laughs> Oh, don't be sure about that. <laughs> and now we, um, what do we have? Was it old granddad that was the grandson of yep. Mr. Yep. So old granddad is, uh, it was named after Mr. Hayden and his uh, grandson, Raymond B., probably Basil Hayden, uh, founded this one, This uh, the old granddad and uh, in honor of his grandfather. So hmm. on the bottle, there's a likeness um, of um, Basil Hayden, yeah. Basil Hayden on the bottle to give you a sense of what that old man looked like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, though, tasting this after the um, George T. Stag. It's a little flat. Yep. But, yeah. I mean, again, you would never drink one than the other, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's right. just between exactly. the, the two of them. It's like there's this is just super smooth. It's like very, very, very smooth, little yeah. pepper. If any, yeah. it's surprising for the high rye. Like I kept, I, I kept expecting the little bite, little bite. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. I think with the, the low proof high rye seems to have balanced it out. Mm. It is very, very smooth, and they say it has like no finish. Like it just, it doesn't. Yeah. When you think back to the George uh, T. Stag and, and the long finish and the long, yep. like tingle on your on your tongue. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing here in Basil Hayden, so like it just it's just super smooth and goes right away. Yeah. I got a, uh, it's interesting because I get a lot on the nose, uh, like a licorice, and I, I hate licorice. Okay. But you get none of it on the taste. No. It's very, no, you don't. It's, uh, yep. it is very light yep. um, and good. Yep. So I, I wouldn't, they say, it. they say that you'll get um, on the nose, you, you could get spice, you could get tea, you could get peppermint. And on the taste, you're going to get spice and like a white pepper. But, I don't get any pepper. I don't, I don't get, get the yeah. pepper on this. Yeah. Like I said, maybe it's because of the George Stag numbed everything. But, <laughs> but it might have. Yeah, it might have. But this is. I, I think this is a good solid bourbon. Uh, it's readily available. Like okay. I haven't. I haven't struggled to find this one yeah. on the shelf. Uh, some reviews I've read have said that you know at forty five dollars a bottle, it's not worth it. But 
I don't know. It's, yeah, it's not a bad, yeah. it's not a bad bourbon. I don't know what they're expecting for that, but yeah, actually, uh, I thought it was more than that. And I bought it a couple weeks ago. So it tells you how close attention I pay, but uh, yeah. the presentation is nice. If you're on the way yep. to a party and you forgot to bring a bag to wrap it or whatever, it's yeah. it, like I said, it's a nice presentation. Right. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's pants won't fall down. <laughs> it's got a <laughs> copper belt. For crying right. out loud. Never goes out of style. <laughs> Never goes out of style. All right. All right, we're two for two, so Kurt, don't screw us up. Two for two. Okay. Yeah, no. Well, listen, we're not we're not going far from the family tree on this one. So, <laughs> so I bought um, Maker's Mark uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and as you know, it's in a little bottle. And the reason I bought the little bottle, not because it was less expensive, but um, because it, I bought it more so for somebody as an introduction to bourbon. So if you think about mm. gifting somebody something that you don't know if they drink bourbon or you do know that they don't, but you want to introduce it to them, it's a smaller, it's not as intimidating, but also if they don't like it, it's not as much of a waste on their end. Is so, that a 375 milliliter? Um, I believe, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but it still has the same presentation as the large bottle, yep. all the key characteristics of a maker's mark, which is the red wax. Um, so anyway, I, that's why I selected this one. This ran probably about 17 bucks. Okay. Um, so, you know, fair priced, I think for the smaller bottle, but, um, in any event, so maker's mark, I know we talked about the 46. Um, I can't remember if it was last time or the time before, um, or did we not talk about 46? That was the one you brought back from South Carolina, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. That was the RC6. RC6. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we haven't done Maker's Mark 46 yet. Mm, okay. Not yet. Well, in any event, moving on. Don't um, you listen? <laughs> <laughs> so um, Maker's Mark was started, actually, they started distilling Maker's Mark in 1954. So um, similar to others that we've talked about, they have gone through so many different acquisitions and sells and buys and so forth, which included, <clears throat> which included, getting to the Beam family, which now is owned by Beam Centauri. So same family, kind of same distillery. Sure. Um, so as of 14, they actually were owned by Centauri Holdings. Um, so, um, you know, that's pretty much kind of the rough history. Um, but here's kind of the interesting thing about this one. Um, so Derek, to your point, um, you don't like rye. So Maker's Mark is actually unusual in that there's no rye used as part of the mash bill. None? There is zero rye in the mash bill. And um, so instead, what they use is a winter wheat, which is about 16%, along with 70% corn, and then 14% malted barley. So we pretty much have two different... Well, we have a wheat, a corn, and a barley. And... um, what is interesting about this is that he had a bunch of different um, mash bills that he wanted to explore, but he couldn't afford to actually distill all of them to see which would actually work better. So what he did is he he baked seven loaves of bread, each with a different mash bill, and used that as a means by which to create, like, to test the taste. And from that, he actually made the decision on what which mash bill he was going to use. So that's crazy. Yeah. So crazy, but smart. And you're going to take a picture of me reading from the document. Um, That's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. So, um, 
he looked at a bunch of different recipes and then from there, um, so Maker's Mark has aged for about six years. I think that's equal for all of their different, um, their different bourbons that they make. Um, and they're also one of the few distillers that actually rotate the barrels from the upper to the lower levels in the warehouses. And what that does is it varies the temperature. So at, if, if you think about when you look at where the barrels are stored, if you go into uh, a distillery, um, the upper and lower levels have different temperature variances, etc. And that actually the rotating of the barrels ensures that the bourbon in all the barrels has the same quality and same taste. So if you, had, if you kept the barrels up high, and you kept the other ones down low, the taste actually would vary depending on um, temperature, temperature and so forth. Or... So they rotate their barrels, okay. which I thought was kind of interesting. The other thing they talk about is small batch. So do any of you guys know what small batch actually means? I don't you know. Go draw an answer at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I ask because I always see that. And I no, is, is this the quiz part? No, no, no. Well, we're uh, getting to the quiz part. But uh, no, I just found this interesting, right? We, we read these things, but we don't necessarily think about it. In small batch, you think about small production. Which that is that is part of it. Or um, a wee little bottle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so most producers will say small batch, but they don't necessarily clarify what they mean by that. And um, so to Maker's Mark, it's a definition where the bourbon is produced and distilled in small quantities of approximately a thousand gallons or less, equal to about twenty barrels, from a mash bill of around two hundred bushels of grain. So they actually define what they actually consider a small batch. So um, so you're saying it's a small batch from ingredient too, that's like a very it, yeah. limited limited grain. Yep, limited and gallons limited production. and limited grains. So yeah, so if you think of the quantity of the barrels and also the quantity of the, the what it's composed of. So right. um, what's more interesting is that the logo, all the branding, the name, <clears throat> and the wax seal was actually created by Margie Samuels, who was the wife um, of T. William Samuels. So, and it was introduced in 1959, of course, after a number of years uh, of distilling. Uh, they started distilling in 1954. Um, here's the test or the quiz. I'm ready. So, Blue. What, is different, <laughs> what is different about the name on the bottle? So if you guys want to pass that around. The font is smaller than the big it's, bottle. It has nothing to do with the font. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Kurt, to be clear, that answer is correct. I know the... It is correct. You know yeah. the I know the answer, Kurt. Do you want me to bust your bubble? Yeah, bust you? my bubble. Uh, how do you spell whiskey in America versus... Scotland? Yes. That's right. Dang. So they are one of three bourbon producers that spell whiskey in the Scottish form versus the American whiskey form, which is with an E. Oh, I thought they were the only one. There's two others? There's two others. Oh, um, George Dickel and Old Forrester, <laughs> which we've had Old Forrester. We've had Old Forrester. Yeah. Statesman. Yeah. Okay. While we're playing trivia, do you guys know how much a whiskey barrel weighs full? A lot. Approximately. A lot. That is true. Ding, 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 ding. See, the second question I've gotten correct. I'm going to go 436 pounds. Tertron? You went on kilos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Having just been to distilleries, I should probably know the answer to this question. Yes. Um, oh, 437 pounds. <laughs> Playing that game now? Bob Barker. 5'10". 510. Very close. Uh, I think it's about 525. Yep. Okay. You think or you know? Damn. Well, I read it on the internet. <laughs> Gotta be true. Facebook says. That's right. 
It's that Al Gore. So what is the, tell us, do you know more about the wax seal? No, what I do know is that um, Margie created this and she drew the label and thought up the wax dipping that gives the bottle its distinctive look, but there was nothing specific around the wax. Because I know, I thought there was some story behind it, but. Is it um, edible? It is not edible. Okay. Oops. Well, well, it's wax. (laughs) I don't think it's going to hurt you, but. uh, but each one is hand dipped, so it's every bottle okay. is completely unique. So that I want to look see. at them on the shelf. So where, where do we have to go on our bourbon trip to see hand, the hand dipping of the? Yeah, well, where Maker's are they? Mark. So are um, they in Loretto, Kentucky? Loretto. My um, hmm. my my friend Jenna at work and her husband Clint just got back from um, the bourbon trail. They went to Makers, and there's, oh, nice. there was a picture of Clint dipping it. Mm-hmm. In their little gift shop, I guess you're allowed free labor a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, so. we would. We just went to. Uh, this is something we should do. It's not bourbon related, but it's similar in the sense that it's about <clears throat> um, alcohol and distilling. So Pinchenka um, Winery that we went to in Portugal, mm. they still stomp all their grapes barefoot. So gross. Um, as part of the process, there is no machine activation as mm. it regards to the smashing of the grapes in their vineyard. Mm. So we got to go in. We saw all the big um, kind of bins that they use. They're made of concrete, and um, they line up eight to ten people, and they have a stomping, and they go back and forth for four hours. They do four, four hour hours. Yeah. Wow. Are these volunteers or is this their job? So this is a thing. If if you go there at the right time at the harvest in August September, you can actually volunteer to stomp the grapes inside their winery. You can, can be a you take, Can you take like a fifteen minute shift, or are you up for the whole four hours? I I think you have to do the whole four hours. I don't know. Wow. I didn't ask all those questions. Yeah, God, here we you go with all yeah. these damn questions again. Seriously, well, that's a good follow up question. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Would you, I think we need to go and do it. I think it'd be a blast. I just wonder what I'm signing up for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for the 15 minute to 30 max four hours not it it That's was pretty cool, cool. yeah it was yeah, pretty cool. cool that so. is cool so I, I like right. the I like the makers I know we've covered what do you, the, what do you got the on the spectrum. nose custard lots of custard custard yep and custard huh on the nose on the nose and custard. Not, 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 not on the taste and I normally like custard okay but so I, I'm with I, I'm with you I don't often agree with you but I it's true smell but it it's a yeah, Christmas you can miracle. smell it it's what? It's a Christmas miracle. It's. N- <laughs> <laughs> you guys agree? I, um, <laughs> agree. I, yeah. I normally, I normally like custard, <laughs> but I'm I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. I, I don't I, know what custard I, smells like. Too. You don't know what custard smells like? It's mm-hmm. kind of like an eggy vanilla. Yeah. Right. Like an, an egg vanilla. vanilla. Yep. Hmm. We got to get out. Okay, more. but here's but here's the thing to think about. Are you trying to change my mind? No, 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 no. I'm not trying to change your mind. Trust me, I would never go there. Smart man. No, but if okay, but if you go, (laughs) but if you no, but hear me out. (laughs) If you go back to why I purchased this one and the size, right? This is about introducing somebody into the world of bourbon. So imagine tasting this first time you've ever sipped bourbon. Well, yeah, first time though. You you have no idea how anybody is going to react to it. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a fan. I think that for me, it's just flat for me. I think this is a rough, a rough intro. Really? But yeah. 
Yeah. I'm kind of digging it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm on the other side thinking about some of the other stuff, like the beam we tried that was yeah. close <laughs> to this price point. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah. That, well, it's a, it's a half bottle. Yeah. So... Um, I think yeah. starting. I think starting from the top rope may not have been a great idea for me. Yeah, I know it's, <laughs> it's like because it's, I, I just there's no. It's just so flat. Yeah. for me. Yeah, but and again, maybe the lack of rye. But I think part of that is you because well, it's all of us, right? Because we appreciate this, yeah. oh, right? Yeah. The George T. Steak. We appreciate that because it is complex. But mm-hmm. for somebody who's never had bourbon before, if you gave them this, Ooh, I would, would knock them on their. Well, that's what I'm saying. Knock them on their I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, so yeah. the other, and I know we're talking about gifting here, but the other thing is like. I can't remember ever being in a bar where they didn't have makers yeah. as an option. Yeah, right. that's true. I can't think of anything else that's as universally available. So I if anybody agree. is out, you know, thinking about trying bourbon or getting into it, again, it's makers is a nice, safe bet where you don't know exactly what you're getting, but you also don't look like an idiot in trying to decide. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's another aspect of starting with makers. I also think that the the present, kind of like the basil, right? The basil, or basil, however we want to pronounce it, has kind of a nice presentation to it. I think the the red wax is kind of a cool... It's signature. Feature. Yeah, it's yep. signature. Yep. It is. It's, it's signature. not just a standard bottle, right? Yep. So anyway... I don't care that you don't like it. I think it's a good choice. No, that's okay. I, I, you know, taste-wise, and maybe it was top rope down, that to me is a little harsher for uh, a starter. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking back to the smoothness of the Basil Hayden, yeah. the sweetness of a TX. Mm-hmm. I think that those might be <clears throat> a, a softer intro. I guess when I yeah. think about no, starting true. with some of the, I, some I of the bourbon is... From. You always hear like the, oh, it tastes like alcohol. It tastes yeah. like jet fuel or it just burns. And I think Which a good way to... because how does anybody know what jet fuel tastes like? Right. You don't want to know, I don't think. <laughs> um, but I think what they're talking about is like that that high evaporation, high alcohol, high proof, high burn, high spice. And, and as we've learned just in the past nine episodes, there's this massive range of it. And I think, in, in my opinion, I would start someone with a smoother, softer bourbon that has less rye, maybe less of that bite, just to get him introduced to a different taste. Yeah. And then I think you can work your, your work your way up the the, the, the bite or the mm-hmm. proof mm-hmm. to get to a point where you're like, now that's a George T. Stack. Like that's a yeah. that's a high proof, high bite. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point. If Data made it, I wouldn't have agreed. Um, <laughs> Dang! But I, you know, Sharp. I think this. I, no, but I think take I the think gloves off here. Here, here <laughs> lies the trick, right? I think what we're learning through this, all of this too, is that you know, as we go through all these different bourbons that we've tried, the palate is very different on everybody. Totally. So, like the new riff, like I actually got around it. Like I was like, okay, this one's not bad. Same with old granddad. I was like, okay, you guys, I get you don't like it, but like I was kind of digging yep. it a little bit. So, I think that's also the hard part, right? Because everybody's palate truly, it's no different than beer, right? Yeah. Some people like IPAs, some people don't like IPAs, right? right? And um, so I think it that makes it a little tricky. So, but I would agree with you. Like the basil is a really good, it's super smooth. I think TX, be it a blended whiskey, is still super smooth, sweet. Yeah. I was expecting this to be a lot sweeter and even less bite because there's absolutely no rye in it. Hmm. Yeah, so, that's surprising. What was the corn? Seventy <clears throat> percent. Oh, yeah. So, I and probably like you're smelling the custard and you yep. know the sweetness yep. of it, yep. but yep. Um, I would expect it to be sweeter with that high of a corn. Mm, and and a, if it's and a, a rye, 
and no rye, but a wheat. And wheat, I think, goes to a nuttier flavor, right? Or is that, mm. or is that malted barley? I think that's the barley. So wheat is going to get you a doughy I think bread. So. Yeah. A bread nose. Or, um, yeah, I'm, I, I didn't get a whole lot of that. But I think that, that that may be one of our first wheat. I think it is. Blends. I think you're right. In there. Yep. Right? I think I, you're I right. Think, yeah. I, don't, I can't recall. I, I, I don't think we had any episode where we had anything that mm-hmm. was non-rye. Right. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. still counts as a bourbon. Yep. So in the world of peas, it's a personal choice. Uh. Yes, it is. Well played. <laughs> With a pea. With a pea. What are you shaking your head at? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's a couple ways you look at it. It's a small bottle. Maybe Kurt, you know, maybe he didn't want to buy me the full bottle. No, see, I would pair that. I would, <laughs> no, see, I would, here's what I would do. I would pair that bottle up with two really nice glasses. Oh, accessories, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Like, okay. Next you know, because the glasses, presentation. The glasses, <laughs> exactly. It, because I it's think be the glasses, yeah. no, but seriously, think about it. The glasses are always something that they yeah, can use, right? I yeah, agree. Right. So agree. make a mixed drink, do whatever. Yeah, yeah, so if, yeah. if, albeit they don't like the bourbon, mm. all right, so you it's spend 17 save. bucks good on a save, bourbon. Good save with the accessories. You give them two nice glasses. Glasses, maybe some little cool accessories in there for mixing drinks. A and belt. voila, you have, you know, but think about it. You could make a really cool old fashioned gift thing with this. Right. right? That's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. And then that way, that's a kind of an introduction. It's kind of like drinking coffee with a lot of milk and sugar and slowly you remove all the milk and sugar. Same thing, right? Yep. I, so. I'm 51 and I still have mine with lots of milk and sugar. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. that's your problem, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just to recap. Oh, go ahead. Derek. I was going to say, you brought up a good point about, it, you know, it is the season of gift giving and if you know someone is a bourbon drinker and they already have a, you know, a, a well-stocked mm-hmm. Um, liquor cabinet of bourbon, the all the accessories that go along with it. I don't think you can ever have enough extra glasses or unique glasses or, or monogram glasses or mm-hmm. the uh, different shaped um, ice balls or ice cubes or uh, different... Or hell, throw some bourbon socks in there. And bourbon there socks. Bourbon yeah. socks. <laughs> and, Maybe and, bourbon and t-shirt. For what you guys can <laughs> see is... Right. you know, where, where can I get a yes. good bourbon t-shirt? <laughs> Bourbonon.com. Uh, this is true. This <laughs> so, is true. No, that's a good point. But, but I, mean, there, I think that there, there are plenty of things on the side as far as accessories go for mixers or, like you said, the components of a good old-fashioned or um, glasses, ice balls, T-shirts. That there's, there's, there's plenty out there for someone. Mm-hmm. If someone is a bourbon fan already and you don't feel comfortable giving them another bottle of bourbon, mm-hmm. there's plenty of things on the side that you could yeah. you could throw in there for gifts. Yeah. Yep. yep, absolutely. All right, so we covered three. I think they were good bourbons. The Maker's Mark got mixed reviews, but what I would say no, in summary. No, it did not get mixed reviews. <laughs> Kurt, you're like on a, a different wavelength. Not 100%. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like and it. I did read the text. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> So just because they know, didn't like it doesn't mean it's a mixed review. It, well, I think by definition that is what a mixed yes, review is. <laughs> so we got uh, if you got somebody who you're introducing to bourbon or you think may be interested in trying, Maker's Mark is a fair starting point. It's a, uh, a a good taste, but you could also throw in a bourbon glass or some bitters or something for an old fashioned to you know give them a starter kit. 
We had Basil Hayden, which was a little more in the price range, $45 or so. So obviously somebody that um, you want to know that has a taste for bourbon um, and will appreciate that, but still still reasonable there. And then you go all the way up to what we tried. Um, fortunately, again, thank you, Cret, for the uh, George T. Stag. Uh, a little over 100 bucks, but it's a memorable taste. Um, and worth trying. So uh, three winners uh, at different price points, and we've covered some other gift ideas through other episodes, so we won't linger there. But uh, I'm going to do last call a little different tonight. Okay. Uh, I could do the having a drink with Santa, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's the bourbon you're leaving out with the cookies. I drink alone. There you go. Many times. (laughs) Many times. Uh, But, so you're always talking about planting seeds and hints for gift ideas. Yep. You guys get to plant a seed idea for the whole world, the whole audience to to just step up. Okay. Uh, question for you guys, based on everything we've tried over the last several months, <coughs> what would be the bourbon you would like to find under the Christmas tree? Well, that's a good one. Mm. That is a good last call. Kurt, I, got, I, got, I got mine. I do too. All right, Kurt, try and start us off. I'm going to go with Blade and Bow. Blade and Bow. Yep. All right. <laughs> it's been a memorable year. I'm going down with it all the way. You've been hanging on with that one. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, I really like Blade and Bow. I think yeah. it's a, it's got a great story yeah. and it's, I think it's a great tasting bourbon. It's not a George T. Steg or, yeah. you know, but I think, yeah, that's what I would love. I just love the bottle. I love the key. I love, I love everything about it. So. All right. Liz, you're yep. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Do I'm going to go with Eagle. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to go with Rare Breed. Oh. Rare Breed was some, something that I, I've referred several people who have gone to or going to a 40th or 50th birthday party. Oh. I've thrown Rare Breed out there just saying that it is an underrated, feels like it's a highly commercialized brand, you know, Wild Turkey. Um, but the Rare Breed cut of that is something special. I think that that is so far, that's been my favorite flavor of the year. Um, well, kicking. I'd agree. That was yeah. the, that was, was by far surprise. the really most pleasant surprise. Like you said, I thought highly commercialized going into it, yep. but a lot of good flavor. Yep. I was I, I was expecting it to be like a small boutique craft yep. distillery, and was blown away that it was wild turkey. Yeah. Like there's just a highly commercialized, but I think the rarity of it and the attention that they put into it gave it such a special taste. I'm I'm, I'm putting that one under the tree. Good call. Good call. Good. I'm going with makers. Yep. Oh. The RC6. Really? Arms? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think out of everything. That was pretty good. I think out of everything we've had, that's the one that, um, for me, um, had <clears throat> the most flavor. I don't know if it was the extra staves they had floating around in the in the, in the the mix or what, but um, I really like the RC6. Very good. Yeah. And thinking back without doing any preparation for this, so you think if I was asking the question, <laughs> I would have prepared yeah. myself mentally. I did not do that. Um, but I would probably go... I really like the rare breed, um, but I would probably go to the Clyde Maze. Yeah. That was oh, another wow. one where somebody gave it to me to try. Early episode. Early episode, but uh, yeah. good flavor, just uh, very consistent, very smooth. Uh, I would fall back to that in a minute and be excited about it. It's hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Very so cool. what we didn't talk about was out of these three, what will we give? Who's... Which one will be the pick? Well, clearly, we decided it depends on who the audience is, Craig. <laughs> Kurt, take him away. I'm going to go with the Basil Hayden. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think that that is a <clears throat> if if I'm coming to Kurt's Christmas party, I'm bringing Basil Hayden. I think it presents itself well, tastes great, and it's it's kind of a middle of the road. It's not it's not as special as a George T. Uh, stag, but it is a good good tasting bourbon, real smooth. Yep, makers. If everybody else is drinking my full bottle, booze, wow, full I'll bottle go, I would go with the, the Corona bottle. <laughs> the Corona bottle. Not the leprechaun version. I'd go with a full 750. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking about the bottle. <laughs> um, I, I'm with you guys on the basil. I think it's um, just, again, I think the appeal is pretty ubiquitous. Um, it's just a good... It's a good go. Yeah. The George T. Stag, fantastic bourbon. Love the taste yep. of it. But, you know, you, you got to have somebody who really appreciates what they're getting. Yeah. And likely, likely either a very important client or a really close friend. Otherwise, it could feel a little ostentatious. But, yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah. And you'd hate for for that type of expense. You'd hate to, you'd hate for that to be wasted on someone who sure. shouldn't appreciate the taste or right. is going to cut it with a... A seven up, yeah, or yeah. or ice. Which, by the way, seven yeah. up. I'm really proud of you guys. Everybody's yeah. neat. You bro. all went neat tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Golly, hashtag We're maturity. To be like yeah. You. yeah, maturity. Yeah. <laughs> I will say only uh, the stag. This is one of those. Um, yeah, a big investment if you get a shot at it. But this is nice to have in the cabinet for yeah. special occasions or the, right. the you know friend stops by or whatever. Yeah. You're not you're not going to drink. Three four glasses of this, right? Um, but have a nice taste of it. This is that's a, good a, that's, a that's a milestone bottle. You yeah, that's pour a good glass. Call. Good when, word. Yeah, only pour a glass when you got a big milestone. Passion. All right, when each of us retire, that's what we're getting. Oh, I'm not stopping at that. I thought I okay. he was going to buy me some pappy. Yeah, it's gonna, we're we're going up. Well, you can never find the pappy. We'll find it we'll by find the time it. I retire. You, you, get, <laughs> <laughs> you boys, you boys just better get me diapers. <laughs> we'll get you right home. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I might be the guy behind the counter selling you the pappy. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's well, that's right. good because then we have a connection. There you exactly. Go. We'll win our own lottery. Yes, mm. indeed. All right. All right, guys. Gentlemen, uh, once again, a good episode. Uh, good to be back together after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So next up will be Christmas just around the corner. I know. So, exactly. yeah, yeah, it's cool. In the meantime, bourbon on. Right. Bourbon, bourbon on. on. Awesome. Yeah.